Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Ariana to his Pete, Michael Howard. Oh, um, oh, that's fun, Michael, because it's cool because I used to jerk off to you before we met. <laughs> that's a pretty typical response when I meet people, so I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, It's like, oh, well, thank you. It's flattering. Weird, but hey, we should get married. Oops, love's dead. Yeah, yeah. America's Sweethearts. I don't want to freak everyone out that, that we're also going to break up because that's never going to happen. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Are no. you breaking up with me? No, it was, it was the Ariana to your Pete before, the, okay, during be, the good times. Okay, it's a great point, though, because like she definitely broke up. With, this is breaking news for Michael and I. For, for listeners of this show, it's definitely old news mm-hmm. when this one comes out. But for us, we can only speculate that she came to her senses. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I really, I like Pete Davidson. I think he's great. Yeah. I don't. And so, like, if they're happy, you know, I'm not going to fault them for it. But, um, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, she probably came to her senses. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, I, I, Pete Davidson's fine. I got massively tired of hearing about him as soon as their engagement was announced because, it's a weird dude. I don't really need to know that much about Pete Davidson other than he makes funny jokes on SNL. And that's now I can go back to just that. I don't have to see him in like a weird bucket hat <laughs> on my Twitter feed for no reason, just because he's with Ariana Grande. My life can go back to normal. Where you enjoy Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande separately and not together anymore. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I get it. Like normally, like, like normal. I normally do. Although, I, actually, I didn't know anything about Ariana Grande until she was on SNL and was really funny and great. Yeah. And that changed. I was like, oh, she's cool. A treasure. Eric, she's a uh, sweet national treasure mm-hmm. who took a weird left turn into Pete Davidson town. <laughs> now she's back on the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, Michael, part of me is, though, I mean, you, you know, I'm on those apps now. Back, yeah. Back yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Doing the thing. The brambles and the yeah, the brumbles and the the timbers, the timbers and the the dolles. and I got it. I mean, Dale is where that's where you all have to dress up like your best pit bull, and then you match based on your level of pit bullness. No, it's just everyone goes and meets under an underpass in Miami and drinks <laughs> Dr Pepper, and if you happen to go home with somebody, great, you did it. You did you did the dang thing. Would you, you made, like to go back to my hovel? Yeah, you made Mister Three Hundred Five, Mister Worldwide, very mm-hmm. happy. But yeah, I do live in a tent under a different overpass. So thanks for meeting me. This was great. I did get a free Dr. Pepper. So cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if there's one thing I've learned is that there is a free Dr. Pepper under every overpass. At least, yeah, at least one half full Dr. Pepper. And by half full, I mean, it's full to the brim, but it's half piss and half Dr. Pepper, which is maybe half Dr. Pepper is probably half more than there's Dr. Pepper. Sure. Um, but yeah, Michael, it's it's upsetting that these two kids didn't make it because like we've seen a whole bunch of America's sweethearts come and go. But the you know what? Love's love must be dead. I have no chance if these if these two kids can't make it. Rats. Rats. If I can't be Pete Davidson and Mariana, Ariana Grande, then who can? Actually, you know what? I should look at it the other way because I, I feel like I look at Pete Davidson. I look at me. I'm not that bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I've got a semi-successful 300 listener podcast. What is he doing? Nothing. Oh, he's on SNL. What he's is not that? carrying what is that? that sh- he's not. That's an ensemble cast. That's true. This is just yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see you try to do this shit, Pete. P- Peter. Oh, he does it. You do it all the time. That's okay, fine. cool. Yeah, great. Mm. Neat. Yeah, great. Sorry. Okay. Right. Fuck you. Tweet about us, please. One one tweet would be great. Well, Michael, what do you got going on for me this week, buddy? Actually, I will say real quick that um, I took a break from like trying to find a date ever uh, this weekend, and I I bought a Call of Duty game for the first time in six years. And you bought COD Blops. I caught. I bought a COD Blops. Um, mm-hmm. and you know what's really nice about. Something that dating and video, like specifically the Call of Duty video game series have in common. You get shot in the face multiple times by children. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know how you date, bud, but um, no, it's, you know, like you feel a lot of people really, yelling the N word at you. Yeah. I was like, I was going to say like, you feel really good about yourself for a little while mm-hmm. and then 
all of a sudden you don't because of a, a, a really crazy onslaught of just like, they don't want to talk to you anymore or they want to talk to you too much. But the words you're saying are really hurtful and mean about how you're old and like a lot, very focused, mean, sexual comments. I'm like, you're 11. Please stop. Are we still talking about your dating life, or are we talking about cod blobs now? It's a mix of both. Okay. Um, But, yeah. And the weird thing is, so I bought it on the PS4, which I've never bought it like a shooting game on before. And I didn't realize that even if you don't have like a headset on, the controller has a little speaker in it. (laughs) And you have to turn off the chat or people will talk to you from your controller. Yeah. Which is upsetting to say the least when an angry man who sounds at least 30 is is calling you all sorts of slurs and it's coming from your hands like it it's sh- it's it's jarring to say the least it's coming from your your downstairs area if you're sitting right, there holding your and you're like why is it yelling at me right now yeah and it's like and again hurtful language that i like i i eschew from my daily life for a reason and then I'm just trying to burn off some steam after work, but I'm getting called a pussy. And that's the the nicest word I heard. It's the only one you can say on a family show like this. And the thing is that when this person specifically, who I immediately muted the chat after this for the whole game, it wasn't just the, like, that wasn't just the word. That word modified every other word that he used. It was just like a, it was like a, a aperitif for every other slur he used, <laughs> and I didn't care for it at all. Video games are bad. What I don't get is people who yell at you when they're beating you. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I get it. When I'm playing a game, especially even when I'm playing against the computer and it's beating me, like I will say, I will swear at my my computer, yeah, or the video game console. I will swear at it and be like, "Well, fuck you, then." Oh, I didn't want to fucking go there anyways. But that's because I'm losing. Like, when I'm beating the game or beating someone else, like, where does all that vitriol come from? It's kind of like John Mulaney's got a joke about driving and he's like, and people honking at him in traffic. He's like, I also don't like what I'm doing. (laughs) That's how I feel. Like, because I used to be good at video games and now I suck. I'm like, listen, I already know I'm bad. I don't need you, 14 year old without a job, to tell me that I suck. And and that's the most polite way it's ever come across. I did have one guy message like he took the time to type a message out to me about how bad I was. Just like, yeah, man, I know. I have a, I have twenty minutes a day to do this shit. That's just just wait for the postcard he sent you. He was he, so, he's so angry that he like wrote it down with a pen and paper, and he's sending it to you in a, a letter with, so, with postage. It sounds like you know something I don't about this this message. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what you, you can would say do. things out loud, and that's just like heat of the moment. To type it out, like that takes a little bit more forethought. Yeah. If he really hates you, he will write that shit down. <laughs> he will put it in an envelope. He will find your address. He will he'll send a telegram. He'll send it to you. It'll be a singing telegram. And then he'll swap me because he <laughs> knows my address, and he'll send the SWAT team to kill me. Well, Michael, what you got going on this week, buddy? What do I have going on this week? What's going on in your life? We haven't caught up in a while. Um, Actually, we caught up four days ago because our schedule's all fucked up. Yeah, it's all it's all jacked. <laughs> well, Michael, I know there's a segment we normally say for the end of the show, but I want to get right into it because I found it earlier. It's great. And I feel like maybe after this, we can just kind of stay in this part of the world for a second because there's there are other topics to talk about. So, Michael, it's time for everyone's the glorious return. It's been a minute since everyone's oh, favorite segment. What's on Weebo? <laughs> Michael, welcome back to What's on Weebo. Where we talk about stories that are on Weebo. I love What's on Weebo. It's What's on Weebo. What's on Weebo? Well, Michael, this is from two days ago. <clears throat> Um, so Weibo, of course, being, or Sina Weibo being the Chinese kind of version of Twitter, and we have very limited access to it, so it's a tightly controlled network of, like, the stories that sneak out, but it's been a rich vein of content for this show, and I found the, the most delightful little story. That's good, because we haven't done one in a long time, because the stories have been very bad. Yeah, a lot of of disturbing stuff coming out. 
One of the ones on here, um, like a couple articles below there, is uh, about something called the uh, Flesh Search Engine that is apparently like endemic in China. It, and it's basically like Reddit revenge on like fucking steroids where mm. they just every because everything's recorded in China and they just track people down. And like, so that's uncomfortable. There's a yeah. lot of those stories on okay. what's on Weibo. But this one's a little bit more unli- uplifting. Headline, young man buys small dog. Turns out not to be dog at all. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be another one of those ones where they thought it was a dog and it turns out to be like a, a small black bear or like a, a puma or some shit. So we like for whatever reason, we definitely did not talk about that Chinese story a couple weeks ago where they had a dog for two full years <laughs> before realizing that it was a bear, <laughs> which after that story and this story. I and I don't want to get into any stereotypes here, but like I have to question, do Chinese people know what is dog? All evidence would say no. I'm going to give you a little bit more evidence and I'm going to send you a picture of what this man thought was a dog. (laughs) Picture incoming. (laughs) So. okay. so let me describe what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you start from the face, start from the start. start definitely from the start from face. actually start from the size of the thing. Okay, the size of the thing it is um slightly Bare- larger than guinea pig sized, maybe it's barely a handful, but also really chubby. Yeah, really. It's, it's two chubby. hand two handfuls. Oh yeah, you could hold. Yeah, but like it has no hair that like a dog would be expected to have. Um, and can I say this? As far as hairless creatures go, this is the cutest one I've ever seen in my it life. It is. It looks like, um, so it kind of looks like a rabbit crossed with a guinea pig crossed with a, I could see where dog could come in if you had like one of those ugly ass little. Um, if you didn't know what dog was. Like a Sharpay pug kind of thing. It's really interesting that you use those things because to me, Michael Cushing, it looks like a miniaturized hippo koala. <laughs> like a, just a black hippo koala it's got a cool little smile got sweet little black eyes but like little Some hippo would say ears. beady black eyes beady but i think cute beady black eyes this guy's a little, little he's a rotund fella this is his his tummy does touch the the floor he is sitting in front of what looks like a watermelon rind that he has probably devoured he has done the lord's work on this water either a watermelon rind or a watermelon jello shot it's hard to tell look i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie that he and say that he's not cute but he's also not anywhere close to being a dog like that would be probably seventh on the list of animals if you were to like be like what kind of animal is this if i had to guess what this was i would not guess dog (laughs) to your point it would be it would be well down the list well look at these Um, claws like those aren't dog feet (laughs) the feet are not dog feet um but apparently so his his first couple hints were that um (laughs) it didn't grow hair like a dog and it didn't run like a dog (laughs) <laughs> but he bought it from a local pet shop for that sold it to him as a dog. So he just bought a little black puppy that he thought was very cute, but weird. <laughs> it has 17 chins. It has it has many chins. It has many back rolls. And again, I love it. I wanted to take it home. It's got <laughs> it's it's chest has rolls on it. It this looks thing like is, if it rolled up, it would literally be a ball. So the article claims that it's a bamboo rat, which is a bamboo rat, a bamboo rat. I've which never it, heard of it, this. Yeah. Well, we don't live in China, um, <laughs> but also it does. I'll say this. It does not look like a rat. Um, can I say that just bamboo rat sounds like a racial slur? You can. And yeah, I'm 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 not going to fight you on that one, my my bud. Um, but here's the thing. I also did very much Google what bamboo rats look like and adorable um no actually it turns <laughs> out um and uh, let, let's let's very much michael remember what remember the picture i sent you remember the description and then remember this image that will never leave your brain and will be seared into you forever I'm so this one scared. these are not the, the same animals i'll say that it's uploading right now 
Oh, Christ, what? <laughs> no, but this has hair. That has it has hair and it has like some weird little orange chiclet teeth, kind of like a like wait a to beaver? see how big it is. Oh, <laughs> this thing is approximately eighteen pounds. That looks like Poxitani Phil's like racist uncle. Mm-hmm. And also th- this guy, this bamboo rat, not happy to be picked up. And this lady doesn't give a fuck. I don't think she- that's a bamboo rat though. Like the the black one that we're talking about, the cute one. It has to be mixed with something else, right? I mean... Because these ears are not bamboo rat ears. That one basically just looks like a hairless skinny pig, to your point. Yeah. But, uh, or I a mean, hippo. It, it, again, it, it looks like a sweet baby little hippo, and I love the damn thing. I want it to be my friend. A miniature hippo would be a pretty great pet. I mean, Michael, you know Fiona, right? Fiona the hippo on Twitter? From the Cincinnati Zoo? No. Baby hippo, Fiona. She's the internet's darling. You should be on the internet more. She's the sweetest little little pig in the world. Fiona She's a hippo, not a hippo. pig. Yeah, just here. Yeah, a little tilt PSA. Fiona the Fiona the hippo. Go look at her. She's a darling little baby. Yeah, I mean that's certainly a word for it. I guess. Are you fucking okay? Kidding the me? baby. Now we see the baby. The baby was very nice. I'm seeing uh, Fiona turning one, where she is very much a very very. Big hippo. But she's a little darling little baby. Yeah, she looks like she could murder me. I mean, she can and will, because she is a hippo, the bloodthirstiest animal on the whole planet. (laughs) The first... (laughs) The first comment says, such a cute water potato. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Water potato with deadly teeth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I want this little, little rat guy. Michael, I had... Did you have hamsters as a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just telling somebody that I, like, I feel like my problem with small pets, but rodents in general, and maybe this guy lives longer because he's so fat and so cute, um, but hamsters just live so, they have such short lives. But that's mostly because you let children take care of them. That is a great point. Have I told you how my first hamster, Cheez-It, died? (laughs) I do. I vaguely remember you, you dropped it from a very high point oh i did that his whole life it okay. was fine um no i i put him in a car with a helmet on and ah dro- uh, yes threw him towards the front door yes and he, he he crash test dummied out of it but no uh he bit me before i went to baseball practice and it was the first time he ever did anything mean to me and then i came home and he was dead so i thought my blood was poison <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know that it's not yeah i mean one for one on Blood poison. Cheese it. Cheese it. Yeah, he I was, do remember uh, you telling us the story about you uh, putting a crash test helmet on him and running him into a wall. Crash test helmet is a a, a kindness to, to to really cover up what I did to him. I did just get um like a Cincinnati Reds helmet out of like the quarter like gushapon thing at the Publix. Mm-hmm. Like they had the little capsule game, yeah, and you got little baseball helmets or football yeah. helmets. Mm-hmm. And I put a little Cincinnati Reds helmet on him and then put him in the front seat of my sister's little Tykes minivan and then just ran it towards. I was a bad kid. This is why um, boys should not be allowed to play with any living objects until 30, maybe? Even that. They should not I be mean, allowed to be a- around other non-male, non-human living things. Yeah, because like if you kill one of those, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, we got plenty of young white boys. Who cares? Um, yeah, but no, I had I had uh, hamsters, but the only thing that they were good for was escaping and ending up in a corner of a room eating carpet. I, w- I was going to say, uh, so my brother, older brother and sister definitely had uh, hamsters, and they both theirs both went missing at one point. And, you know, hamsters don't have a very long lifespan, but uh, my brother's, which was named Aladdin, uh, showed up at a like disappeared and then like four months later just showed up on his chest in his bed at night one day I was like hey I'm back cool our dog didn't kill me please feed me more I believe that Rachel was telling me a story about how her hamster would escape and she would find it in a dollhouse that she had just hanging out I mean so much going on in there yeah way more like, I don't want to fucking- yeah, I don't want to live in this cage this cage with Bad sawdust and like, oh, cool, like a multicolored tube. I do that all day. It sucks yeah, in there. This has a kitchen. Kitchen, tea party. That sounds rad. I can f- I can jump out windows. Cool. Love this thing. 
Uh, Michael, anything else going on in the world of uh, Asia? <laughs> it was dumb. Michael, any other stories for me? Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going to be in Asia, we should talk about this story you sent me about a tiger. A tiger. In India. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't read the story, but I just I want to read the headline, and then you we can discuss what the story is about. I can tell you what I think it's about based on the sure. the title. Indian authorities are hunting a man-eating tiger that killed 13 people using Calvin Klein cologne. So that is a, obviously a very, very badly written headline because to me, it sounds like the tiger used Calvin Klein cologne to poison kill and kill people. 13 people, I assume. Which, to be fair, them. doable. It would work. Would he poison the Calvin Klein clone or would he just use it to like mark his prey? Like, I'm going to get this guy later. Oh, I thought you were going to say like he just force fed people <laughs> so much Calvin Klein clone that they just died. Or maybe like a chloroform style. Maybe he was wearing the Calvin Klein clone and other people were like, oh, hey. Oh, uh, it's like a delicious scent. Let me see where that's just, coming from. Just a hot, hot young thing is nearby. Let me go <laughs> check that out. Nom. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is very specifically Calvin Klein obsession cologne. Oh, well. you need to know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so apparently it's a cunning female tiger who has killed 13 people in the last six months using Calvin um, Klein cologne. Yes. Using just putting a wet rag over someone's mouth and then just dragging them to their doom. It's full of Calvin Klein. Um, so apparently Indian authorities have pretty much thrown the book at this thing, trying to get it get it to die um hundreds of foot soldiers bulldozers to clear the forest sharpshooters jeeps camera traps a thermal imagery drone and five elephants so this tiger is basically the most badass animal in india it's the john wick of elephants or jane wick i suppose (laughs) of tigers Um, yeah the yep i said elephants (laughs) hey can i see this i don't want to meet the john wick of elephants Actually, there is a John Wick of elephants because wasn't there that elephant um, uh, troop? What do they call them? Dumbo trap? Operation Dumbo trap? (laughs) Pack of elephants um, that went and killed. They like went through a town and like killed all the poachers in the town. Like specifically found the poachers and killed them. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like John Wick. I mean, we haven't seen it on film yet. Has the possibility to forget. Like he tried to forget his old life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He got dragged back into it. He would have loved to forget. Elephant doesn't have that luxury. No. Elephant can't forget. Elephant has has painful memory. You give elephant gun, elephant do murder. That's how elephant is. Sorry. So does this tiger just have it out for these people or is like... So at first I just thought it was, okay, they're going to attract... Like, I was. I thought they did some like real CSI forensic bullshit and be like, all of her victims were in Calvin Klein obsession. <laughs> they're going to pull her in. Um, but apparently not. Apparently... There is a specific compound within Calvin Klein Obsession called Civitone, which is originally derived from the scent glands of a civet, which I don't know what that is. Um, presumably an animal. I hope it's a hairless rat. Oh, my God. It's a horrible cat mammal thing. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. <laughs> Please send me. Oh, Christ. I don't like this thing at all. So they use the sweat glands of this horrible creature you're about Very to show me. Very much like raspberry flavoring is from the like a beaver's anal glands. Uh, Civitone. It's a it's a ferret. It's Zebra. A ferret ja- it's a jaguar ferret. Yeah. Okay. It's yep. a jaguar ferret dog. There are some weird fucking animals out there, man. Nature, you crazy though. Um, and apparently this thing stink is really good for men's cologne. So. Is it um, um is it like a pheromone thing that they just found out that like the the glands of this animal happen to attract females or other interestingly humans? enough, Michael, um just like Calvin Klein obsession is guaranteed marketing wise to be irresistible to women. Hmm. We all know that's true. Um We've all been there. But it's got civitone in it. Which is scientifically proven to make wild cats go fucking nuts. Very much like catnip. They'll roll around in it, they take big old sniffs, and they luxuriate in the smell. So, it's basically man stink catnip. 
so all these people who complain about their cats being very standoffish and not wanting to like hang out with them, all they need to do is wear Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein obsession. And the cats will rub all over you and possibly try to kill you. So that's what I don't get. Like, if they're attracted to it, why are they trying to eat the dudes with the Calvin Klein then? Well, I I think the thing is they're trying to draw the cat in with a big, I don't know, pool of uh, Calvin Klein obsession so they can kill it because it's got civetone in it. The the way the headline is written. Oh, so the, again, they're, it's not hunting people who are wearing Calvin that's Klein. That's what I thought. That's what, again, this this headline is very bad. I thought it was. Oh, it, it's so been they're tracking hunting and killing. the tiger using Calvin Klein clone. They're using Calvin Klein. It didn't clone. kill thirteen people using Calvin Klein clone. It did. Okay, this is why in, syntax in, is very important. In both ways that you just said that sentence, it's doing neither of them. <laughs> it's not killing using the Calvin Klein clone, and it's not. It's also not killing people wearing the Calvin Klein clone. But the Indian authorities are using the Calvin Klein clone to lure it out. To trap and kill this tiger. And I gotta say, you really think she hasn't thought of this? <laughs> you think, like, I don't know. They they have a picture of a tiger um, just padding through the jungle. And, like, tigers are fucking banana pants killers. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember seeing a video a couple of months ago of a, like, there was just, like, an airborne drone just, like, following a pack of tigers for, like, science. And one of them, like, jumped out of a tree and pulled the damn thing out of the ground. Because, like, or out of the air. It's like, I don't like you following me, dumb robot bird. Fuck you. So you don't think she's thought about this? You don't think she's worked this into her plans? This is a perfect killer lady. Yeah, it's going to know that you're trying to lure her in with the Calvin Klein clone gonna have a distraction and then all of a sudden coming up from behind you now you're dead all of Oops, you Oops, what's that tiger rambo style but like rambo 2 not rambo the original where he only killed like one person like the second where he kills like 400 people he kills too many people <laughs> like a lot um i mean they drew first blood um to be fair she did draw first blood on this one but this is what i'm saying like maybe so my first thought when when i thought at first i thought obviously it was using the Calvin Klein cologne to kill. Okay. And mm-hmm. then I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. She's obviously killing dudes who are wearing, wearing Calvin, Calvin Klein. Klein. And then so I created this, this story in my head where her her partner was murdered by somebody wearing Calvin Klein cologne. And that's the only scent that she can even smell anymore. And now she's on a, mi- a mission of retribution exactly. and justice. Yes. And so mm-hmm. anybody who she senses that smell coming from, they have to die. So this is really just, she's just Cat Punisher. Yes. Just tracking people down through mm-hmm. their horrible, horrible mm-hmm. cologne. Can I say this? Mm-hmm. Michael, you've seen cologne and perfume commercials, right? <laughs> yes. This would be a much more interesting cologne commercial to me than, like, just some random hard-bodied dude, like, on a boat, just, like, looking into the waves, and then just, like, a woman whispering in his ear, and then just like, Calvin. Yeah, because they always show those commercials, and it's supposed to make like guys want to buy the cologne because they're like oh look this woman will find you irresistible and it's like no she finds him irresistible because he has a 17 pack and and he's like basically half naked and a model like that's what's alluring to her not this fucking smell it's like yeah he's we're both down to clown he just happens to smell nice (laughs) he happens to have the the musk of a weird raccoon tiger on him (laughs) and i want that that sounds good but also we're on a boat and like alone and he's not really wearing a shirt so yeah i'll fucking get on that thing why not and again though the stink of that raccoon dog is pretty good (laughs) you know the more that i think about it um the tiger hunting down men who are wearing Calvin Klein cologne doesn't make a lot of sense either because why would you wear cologne out to a like a to the Indian jungle to the Indian jungle to hunt tiger like you know what I am sweating my absolute ass off out here um but you never know who you're going to run into <laughs> and yeah sure I might have sweat through my my pants and my pith helmet but I don't know but a you know what for the, a little something for the ladies you get close enough you're going to get all that stink, but maybe just a hint of obsession. It's like, it's, I know the water out here makes everyone get diarrhea real bad, and I have that right now. And it's it's a horror show back there, but fuck, obsession might do the trick. Obsession. Anything anything to cover up the horrible smell of my terrible, terrible stink. <laughs> hey, speaking of tigers, you sent me a story earlier about uh, Tony the Tiger 
being forced off Twitter by furries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you I, want to talk about that? I mean, we we sure can. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's there's got to be a corollary. Michael, what's... Are you familiar with uh, Rule 34? Yeah. Basically, so, if you can think of it, somebody's made a porno of it. Right. I feel like there needs to be... I, I, and I know there are corollaries to that rule. Um, like... If you exist, someone will force their kinks on you, I guess, is more like the corollary to it. So like Tony the Tiger is alive <laughs> or not alive, but like he's been in the the cultural zeitgeist for decades now mm-hmm. and has a Twitter account. So at a certain point, people will use that Twitter account to force their kinks upon Tony the Tiger, like their kinks about Tony the Tiger upon him. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's where that starts. Because the internet is bad. Well, let's break down the story. What happened? All right. So you sent the story to me. So I'm 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 reading it right now for the first time. Mm-hmm. Was Tony the Tiger driven off Twitter by unbelievably horny furries? Question mark. <laughs> and knowing nothing except what I have learned over the course of my life about the internet, um, my answer will be almost inevitably yes. But if you'd like to ask Tony to please frost my flakes, Daddy, you're going to have to send him a letter now, like everyone else. So, Michael, you're you're familiar with like the origin of like cornflakes, right? No. Um, I know that so, they suck. Well, yeah, they're bad. Um, so cornflakes were 100 percent created as part of an anti-masturbation crusade. <laughs> they thought um, it was so dull that it would stop people from wanting to masturbate. Pretty much. So John Heavy, John, sorry, John Harvey Kellogg was a uh, a doctor who didn't really like having sex and thought it was detrimental to like every form of well being, and he abstained from it, and apparently never consummated his marriage. Um, and they adopted all their children. Um, so he thought everything came down to your diet. Uh, and he was when he worked at a sanitarium, he was kind of he thought everything was really a lot of things were people's healthy eating habits were making them degenerate. So if you eat a lot of spicy food, you have a lot of spice in your pants. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Spicy boners nonstop. Um, so he so he thought that sugary breakfast treats would lead to giving masturbators more energy. So he created cornflakes. I he's not wrong. Though I mean, yeah, I mean, like if I ate a bowl, if I ate a, I mean, yeah. First of all, breakfast is basically just dessert. Like every breakfast cereal, including Frosted Flakes, are okay. is just dessert. Um, okay. First of all, I'm reading more about John Harvey Kellogg, absolute fucking monster in terms of abstinence. Um, but he did think that, to his credit, anyone who eats cornflakes will not want to have sex <laughs> ever. So. He did that one. Have you ever met anyone that ate cornflakes? Like legitimately every morning? Yeah, just like ate cornflakes as their cereal of choice. And not even like they added sugar to them or anything, but just like cornflakes and a bowl of milk. I think I probably met one person that never talked to them ever again. Like that's cereal killer type stuff, right? Yeah. And like I get wanting to have a wholesome breakfast, but like, nah, dog. That's just like eating eating some raisin bran. Yeah. Eat some raisin bran. You get some crunch in there at least. Yeah. I'm reading more about this this Kellogg boy. I know I'm a General Mills man now. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> also, another one of his dietary innovations developed to ensure clean in- intestines was an enema machine that ran water through the bowel and then followed it with a pint of yogurt, half delivered through the mouth and the other half through the anus. This one didn't really catch on. This dude was a fucking monster. Can I say this? Doctors in the 18th century were bad. They were just, this this guy's a bad doctor. Isn't it kind of amazing that people existed for a very, very long time and we've only just, like, in the past, like, 50 years do we do medicine where we're not just stabbing people or, like, like pulling organs out or sticking things in just to see what happens? And people still won't vaccinate their kids. (laughs) I want to go back to that shit. So anyways, back uh, to Tony the Tiger being sexually harassed off of Twitter. Yeah, I will say, just based on what I know of his progenitor, uh, Corn Flakes, Two Frosted Flakes, which I guess 
I guess Kellogg's only made Frosted Flakes because they were finally okay with kids jerking it. Um, <laughs> like that if was, you're gonna, that was actually the commercial. They're like, "Hey, kids, we know you're tired of cornflakes. What if you jerked at the Frosted Flakes? We know you love, you love touching yourself. Just love it." And I mean, like, hey, can I say this? Yeah, if they're gonna spread that sort of moral filth, Tony deserves it. If he's if he's gonna be the <laughs> spokesman for touching yourself at breakfast, Tony, you invited this sort of this this discourse. They're you, great for giving you energy to whack off <laughs> on me because I'm a tiger. I love it. <laughs> send me send me all your good stuff. A little over two years ago, people were delighted to discover that in the replies to every tweet from at real Tony Tiger, the official Tony the Tiger Twitter account, dozens of mascot mad furies could be found begging the serial tiger for sex. These tended to be pleas written in what grammarians refer to as the horny imperative, which I didn't know was a thing until now, and I like it. At real Tony Tiger, fist me Tony, one user wrote in 2015. I love you. Uh Interesting. Um, I will say this as someone who just recently is working on brand social media. Um, <laughs> Any furries up in your mentions? No, I was just going to get to this. I would kill for that. The shit that I have to deal with is so mean spirited. I would love someone just being like, yeah, love, love your mascot too much. Rock hard thinking about him right now. Um, p- please. Please fist me. You need a you need a deflection. The problem is that that your company doesn't have a mascot. We do actually. And what? In a couple weeks. I was gonna say what? this. I can't say his name out loud because I don't want to get fired. What? But, um, Hold on couple, one second. A couple weeks ago on Twitter, or sorry, on Instagram, on just one post that we put up. Uh, oh, that everyone, guy. I remember him. Everyone in the comments just decided that our mascot was gay. <laughs> and they're like, I love that he's gay now. He's got such good taste. Look at those drapes he has. Like it just like it was like 18 comments on one post that just about how cool he was that he was gay. And I was like, Yeah, love that. Please. This is the best. Thank th- this is a nice comment, and I love it. Thank you. His name is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's fantastic. Oh my god. His name is the name of the company, but it's fantastic. <laughs> Um, so apparently in 2016, Tony the Tiger's Twitter account started blocking people who were lusting after him, and the furries revolted, and basically Frosted Flakes, um, tweeted, I'm all for showing your stripes, feathers, etc., but let's keep things great and family-friendly if you could. Cubs could be watching. (laughs) And so that's the thing, though, like, if you're trying to... You're trying to tell furries to like please back off the horny stuff. I'm just a serial mascot. You can't talk to them in their language. Like, which I just assume cubs is like just like just be like, hey, kids are like human children are watching this. Because I may I I sell shit to human children, not to animal cubs, which you might refer to as, I don't know, playfully as subs. <laughs> just like, hey guys, don't don't play into their shit. Just be like Literal human children are watching you guys lust after me. I'm a cartoon. Please stop. How do you think Chester the Cheeto has felt about all these guys? Oh, man. Does he have a he Twitter was, account? Probably. He was, I bet he was down to clown, huh? Oh, yeah. See, this is why they didn't come after him, because he was probably showing up to their houses. I mean, like, honestly, Cheeto's commercials are almost like, this guy's pretty much just like, yeah, I'll fuck, whatever. <laughs> Let's see. First tweet, or the, the first... Or the last tweet from Chester Tito. I'm trying to see if there's any uh, replies. Just one says, get your giant Cheeto on me. That doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that seems weird. That could be anything. Yeah. Get that giant Cheeto on me. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of uh, responses. (laughs) I did see one tweet uh, from 2016. But what would Chester Cheeto think of being called daddy by his adoring fans? (laughs) And then replies, I welcome all fans to my Twitter feed. Scales, feathers, or fur. If you enjoy my tweets, then welcome. <laughs> Chester Cheetah welcomes sexual advances of furries rejected by Tony the Tiger. And it's a thing. Like, but like Cheetos, like, first of all, everyone loves Cheetos. Frosted Flakes suck. So, Frosted, I mean, like, Frosted Flakes is the kind of cereal only a kid could enjoy. Because, like, it's, 
your parents don't want you to have too much, so it feels like a treat. They're just like, oh, there's sugar on my cereal. Yay, great. Once you're a grown-up and can make your own choices, no one's buying Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Ever. But everyone's buying Flaming Hot Cheetos all the time. All the, nonstop. Yeah. They, I just saw they just came out with, like, Chipotle Ranch Flaming Hot Cheetos, and I need to eat an entire bag of those post-haste. <laughs> Michael, what you got going on, buddy? Any stories? Want me to get something for you? So we don't normally discuss shower thoughts too in depth, but I came across one that was like the top post on shower, the Reddit shower thought with 22,400 upvotes and 520 comments. And I do not understand it at all. I, okay. I need some help breaking this down. Okay. So it's posted by ban all pineapples, which seems rather harsh, but. Yeah, not a psych fan, apparently. Got it. Your entire life is just gaps between thinking about saxophones, and you've just opened a new chapter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What? No? That's, that was my saxophone for Who Could It Be Now? You, how, how do you not get this? I don't understand. What, does it have to, what about saxophones? Are you not just thinking about, like, the next great saxophone solo at all times? <laughs> I can't tell if oh, you're fucking with me or not. I am not. Are what you, are you kidding talking me? Like, about? Okay. I think I, I tweeted about this a little bit, uh, a little bit ago. I, I heard a song, um, I think called Ghosts of My Hometown by, like, The Strike, maybe, that had a saxophone come in randomly at the end of the song. And, Michael, you and I went to see The Midnight in Chicago a couple, a couple of months ago. Yes. And, like... There's a saxophone player in that band that just shows up for like half their songs and just rips a sax solo out. Okay. But like when a saxophone solo shows up in a song, it's so rare. When it does though, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, saxophones rule. This song is so much better because it has a sax breakdown for like 20 seconds at like minute five. And no song has that. And then you forget about that. So and then is it just like an arbitrary unit of time is just the time between sax saxophones? Break. Yeah. And it's just like so they're it saying could be it's, like it's, it, Michael, it's like the game. You ever play the game? Isn't that the one where if you if you, you just acknowledge lost. the game, you, you just yeah, fucking right? lost. Yeah, yeah, you acknowledge the game and then you lose the game. Yeah, so that's it. They're just like you're just you just started a new chapter thinking about saxophones. <laughs> and it but until wait, so it happens again. But that's a good. But it's a good thing to think about saxophones. It's a bad thing to think about the game, right? I mean, because if you think about the game, you lose. But the thing is, you're in a new chapter of thinking about saxophones because you will forget about saxophones until the next. Yeah, because Michael, again, you don't think about saxophones ever. That's a good you don't point. Hear... Okay, I get it now. Because like, if you were to ask me what what makes a great song, like I probably wouldn't immediately think to put a saxophone in there. <laughs> Yeah, no, like it's you don't hear about you don't think about saxophones until someone randomly play, randomly plays Careless Whisper. Except in the eighties, I feel like that that's all they did was think about saxophones. Right, but okay, and then our our culture tragically moved on. Like except for Kenny G, except for that that sweet sax man Kenny G, <laughs> who has probably one of the best Twitter accounts in the world. Right, go on. What? I don't know anything really? about Kenny G's. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Now it's your turn to surprise me. <laughs> Kenny G. Michael, realistically, when was the last time you thought about a saxophone? Well, all the when time, because Kenny G's always tweeting. <laughs> That's fair. I don't follow him. But, like, when was the last time you heard, like, a Men at Work song? It's probably been a minute. That's a good point. Like, this is just a, a, just a sample of, of the, the wonderful Twitter content you get from, from Kenny G. <laughs> just a quick little sax session outside. He's, he, t- he tweeted out, what's the perfect set list you'd want to hear at one of my shows? Some of your dream playlists on Spotify, and I'll share some of my favorites. Spotify responded, how long is the set? And Kenny G responded, I love a long sax session, but I'm not sure about this long. All right. <laughs> All right, Kenneth G. We, I see you, bud. <laughs> and he's got a picture of a close-up on his sax, and it says a, cl- a close-up on the goods. Okay. Kenneth. It's a lot of it's a lot of very, very bad and or good saxophone puns. Which I yeah. speaking of puns, I was watching Animaniacs recently.
Sorry, go on. <laughs> he has a tweet with a picture. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Sorry. I feel like you're shortening my life by putting too many saxophone solos in. Sorry, Animaniacs? What if I only have a certain number of... (laughs) If I only have a certain number of gaps in between saxophone solos to live, and you've just taken up like four of them right there? Or if it's like a quantum sax leaf situation where you just jump to the next sax situation, you just block out whole moments of your life. Like, oh, I'm in a new sax time. That would that'd be bad. Kenny G has I'd, a picture of him with a very young fan of his with basically the same hair as Kenny G. Um you talking about like a very young Kenny G fan, like 64 years old? <laughs> you would think so, but he has a lot of pictures with young people who are Kenny G fans, and it makes me wonder who, how, and why. Yeah. How do you get how do you get to be that? Okay, I gotta, I gotta tell you, if you're a 15 year old child, how do you get to make the conscious choice to be like, yeah, I want to look like Kenny G right now. <laughs> I just love being Kenny G so much. You know, what my favorite part of this is, I, and I get that Kenny G's behind a table in this picture, um, but he's definitely like, obviously, he's a trained artist. He's been around the block for a minute. But he's basically doing the sorority girl pose where he's got like one arm cocked out. He's leaning forward. He's got his chin up like he's full on like he knows how to take a photo. This <laughs> this nerd kid to the left just like hunched over looking awkward hand on the table. You're not Kenny G kid. Sorry. He's he has, he, has to, he has to learn from the ways of Kenny G. <laughs> I mean, he's got the hair down pat. I will say that his hair looks fantastic. What were you saying about something? I don't know anymore. There's definitely something. Please sue us, George Michael. Please sue us, Mr. George Michael. All right, I have another um, shower thought that I need you to help me unpack. Okay, let her rip. This is from Pro... Anyway, just everyone listen to the midnight. They're great. Anyway, go on. <laughs> this is from a uh, user protemgent on on Reddit shower thoughts. Sure, I don't like that person. Um, omelets are just scrambled eggs. Just omelets are scrambled eggs. No, scrambled didn't. Scrambled didn't. Scrambled didn't. Like you should. Like if you would say shouldn't, and you'd have that uh, that n apostrophe t at the end. That's what's in the scrambled. So they they're the opposite of scrambled into eggs because they were scrambled. They're not they're not scrambled not eggs. They're, <laughs> they're they're not scrambled anymore. I had not scrambled those eggs, and now they're scrambled. Now that it's an omelet, I don't get Scram- it. I don't either. I'm trying to I'm trying to decipher this this mystery. <laughs> it has so it has it, zero it's, it's scrambled scrambled apostrophe nt. Scramble apo- scrambled apostrophe N T yes. It's upsetting that they put the apostrophe in. But there. omelets is spelled very wrong. In case you're wondering. <laughs> okay. I, I was. I mean I wasn't, but now that I now that I know that, how bad was it? How, what is what break, crack that off for me? O M E L L E T E S. So they doubled up the wrong letter, basically. So two L's, yeah. one T? Yeah. So maybe it's Amayets. Maybe it's like a Spanish thing. Maybe it's fancy French shit. The omelets are just scrambled eggs. Scrambled? Scrambled. Hmm. Yeah, I can't help you with that one, bud. All but right. I mean, like, t- to their point, it, they are just scrambled eggs. But they're not. They, they're scrambled eggs you didn't stir. What are you they're talking about? They're unscrambled. Because you unscramble them into one one unit. You've, re- you've reconstituted them into a an omelet. I thought the scrambling was more just like on the upfront when I just beat the shit out of them with a fork. When I just ruined those eggs with a fork. 
I really thought that was the scrambling. So you think that, that that's the scrambling, and if you let them recongeal, you're, you're not unscrambling them? I mean, realistically, I mean, I know on the menu it's like an omelet or a scramble, but like the scrambling is done on the front end of the egg situation because there were two discrete parts of egg, mm. and then I scrambled the dick off of them. So scrambling is now. basically entropy. The act, I mean, think about the act of scrambling. It's it's a it's a frenzied shit. Everyone goes many different directions. Someone throws a fork in your business and really rips the shit out of you. So really, I mean, you can't unscramble an egg. No, you absolutely cannot unscramble an egg. Also, quiche or scrambled egg. Uh, cake, scrambled eggs. Sorry. <laughs> cake or scrambled egg now. I'm going to ask chicken for scrambled eggs. Chicken parmesan is just scrambled eggs with chicken. Hmm. Um... Hey, I'm here to tell you this right now. Most things on the planet are, are scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. You're not. Hey, listen, Guy Fieri's not going to tell you that, but I will. Actually, he probably would. Guy, of all the chefs, I, I picked the wrong one. I was going for Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Gordon Ramsay wouldn't tell you that most foods are scrambled eggs. Guy Fieri probably Guy would. Guy Fieri would. He'd tell you like it like it is. You could we could start a restaurant called scrambled eggs and there wouldn't actually any be just pure scrambled eggs. It would just be everything that's made with eggs. And as soon as anyone walked in and made a Frasier joke, I'd punch them in the dick. <laughs> You'd toss their salad right out of there. Mm-hmm. But we uh, we would have a salad, like a toss salad on the menu, obviously. Obviously. It'd, it'd be full. Actually, hey, can I say this? Cobb salad, not scrambled eggs. Mm. Kind of scrambled so those, eggs? Um, I mean, no, because that's, that's some hard-boiled something. Yeah, but then you cut then, them up and you scramble them into the salad. We let the customer scramble after that point. Okay. But, it's but the eggs are not as a scramble. The eggs are not scrambled. The eggs are hard boiled and then scrambled. <laughs> so you, you scramble it on your own time. Uh, Michael, have you ever tried to save someone's life with CPR? No. Uh, have you? Have you ever taken a CPR class? Yes. I was okay. a, I was a uh, lifeguard. Oh, I was not. I've never done any sort of life-saving training whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do know is that I, so you took, you took the life training or the life. I took life training. Lifeguard. Yes. You took life training. Yes. You took lifeguard training. I did. Yes. Um, so you had to take, I assume you were CPR certified. Yes. Probably. So what did they tell you to like your rhythm for, for CPR? Uh, it's staying alive, staying alive, staying alive. Right. Yeah. Which is uh, great. Uh, 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 alive. Stay, stay so you just, alive. you do the, the compressions to that rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, apparently, um, one hospital found it. They they thought that it needed you know, updating. Maybe, stay, maybe staying alive was a little bit too old. <laughs> People wouldn't really just I, which, to be fair, is dangerously insane. I don't, I, I feel like everyone knows staying alive by the Bee Gees at this point. But they put together a whole playlist of CPR songs that have the same the the same perfect rhythm that staying alive does. Yeah, so do you just put it on shuffle and then like, or do you have to like have to find the right one before you start your CPR That's session? That's kind of what I was thinking about. I was like, oh, I don't like that one because like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you do playlists, Michael. But like, if I'm running, I have like a running playlist, and if certain songs just like aren't where I need yeah. at that moment in my run, oh, I'm like, yeah. I gotta skip that. I gotta skip that. I need a banger right now so I can sprint. Yeah, I need Kelly Clarkson to come on immediately. Yeah, and then I no, there's no Kelly Clarkson. It's just. Just bad shit. So there's dangers in this because you got to get the right tune for your. And anyone who thinks I'm joking about that is sorely mistaken. Because Kelly Clarkson's my fucking jam. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, there actually, Kelly Clarkson full on saved my life at a dance marathon. Mm. Uh, like my, I guess my sophomore year, which was like an event where we had to dance. We we're staying on our feet for 32 hours for a while, and we did a every hour we did a dance and. Uh, since you've been gone was like the real banger of that one mm-hmm. F- good lord since you've been she gone said, and then the uh the other one about staying on the safe side so i don't get hurt because of you <laughs> that's the one yeah just a real dude run to those songs man you'll feel so empowered national treasure yeah. um yeah so anyway they built a playlist and i have to say regardless of <laughs> how you choose to do cpr with what you're listening to s- there's a a real slapper for everybody on this playlist. It it has some fucking good ones. So and what so, is the what is the BPM that you need 
to be a perfect CPR song. One second. Because, um, like, everyone has a different heart rate. Wouldn't it be based on what your actual heart rate is? So, apparently, it's 103 beats per minute. Okay. Um, so, basically, it, it's just every second and a half you're supposed to, like, do a compression. Um, that would be 90. You'd be way sorry, off. Sorry, Michael. I can't, 1.65 beats per second. <laughs> Fuck you. Eat my whole butt. But anyway, that's about the... So, 103 beats per minute. Okay. Um, uh, so staying alive, ideal, but there's so many more songs. One point seven one six repeating. By the way, in oh case you're wondering. God, I'd like to stop your heart and then save your life. <laughs> Just because of that. 103 beats per minute is pretty slow, though, right? It's uh, not. Uh, yeah, it's pretty slow. I mean, it's, it's not. You're, I mean, it's not a club banger for sure. Like you're not. You're not getting laid to it, but like you don't have a good time. <laughs> you might. You could have sex to it, but you wouldn't be on the dance floor to it necessarily like sweet home alabama is on this oh i would not want to if if somebody was saving my life and i woke up in sweet home alabama i was like please just kill me again <laughs> that's actually so on this list i what I, I wanted to bring this up because um there's a few on there that are are great like uh work it by missy elliott's on there uh obviously dancing queen would love to i would love to wake up to that Oh um, yes, that'd be good. Girls, girls just want to have fun. Great, but there's a few on there that like if if I was dying <laughs> and like had been dead for like or you know I'd been unresponsive for a little bit and then someone brought me back to life and Fly by Sugar Ray was playing just to keep someone's like hands going to the right beat. <laughs> I'd I'd opt out. Uh, Mbop. By Hanson? Nah, shit. You wouldn't even need to give me CPR. I would wake up as soon as you put that shit on. Mm, sure. Like, as soon as you got to the breakdown, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Um, Heartbreaker's was, on here, which is a little on the nose, I think. I was going to feel that way about Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. <laughs> like, if you got to the chorus of that one, like, I'm waking up. Yeah. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. You can't You can't stop me from that one. Um, hey Soul Sister by Train. I'd, Oof. There's one. So, the one after Hey Soul Sister is Float On by Modest Mouse, and I'd be like, that's sending the wrong message to the <laughs> recipient of the CPR. It's like, yeah, just float on. Also, Good. Spirit in the Sky is probably sending the wrong message as well. Hey, can I, can I say this? I don't know if it's a unpopular opinion. That song is horseshit. That song sucks. Spirit in the Sky? Yeah, that song is horrible. Man, I was listening to like the, the best of the 70s Spotify playlist, and I don't normally listen to the words to, to a lot of songs. And I was listening to some of the words. The, like, the 70s were very bad. It like songwriting. I mean, I don't. I I think the reason I don't like that song, other than it it's it is shit, was that. Uh, do you remember that? I think it was uh called Michael with John Travolta. Oh, that where movie. He, yes, he played. He was the Archangel Michael. Yeah, and he was like Andy McDowell was like a expert, and there were two journalists. Whatever the fuck. Um, Andy McDowell was in a lot of those weird movies, huh? That one, Groundhog that was Day. In some, yeah. And then some makeup commercials. Um, but, like, I remember seeing the commercial. And this was, like, in 1996, I think, the movie came out. And I remember seeing trailers for it as a 10-year-old. And, like, they it the, the song for the commercials was Spirit in the Sky. And I was like, that movie looks like dog shit. That song sucks ass. John Travolta's a bad actor. <laughs> I really, I really planted a flag in the ground about spirit in the sky very early on <laughs> but to be fair john travolta did, did really redeem himself with face off for 14 year old michael cushing yeah somebody somebody yeah. tweeted out can't believe the fray didn't make how to save a life 103 beats per minute yeah i mean yeah that's fair i wouldn't mind being woken up to that one like oh that's i mean on the nose for sure but all right <laughs> When I learned okay, CPR, the guy told us that another one bites the dust is the perfect speed, but it freaks people out when you sing it while doing compression. So instead, go with staying alive. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I feel like maybe on that one, you just have to choose your uh, your your chorus or your verse on that one. No, it's, it's pretty much all just you die on that one. Never mind. There's no good stuff. Uh, Careless Whisper is too many. Or too little. 77 beats Wait. per minute. Ah, uh, that is a smooth jam. That's it's... that's that's for slow sex. Yeah. 
One week by bare naked ladies would be pretty good. I wouldn't mind that. How much you have? So much time you have left? <laughs> so I've crushed your ribs. Quit playing games with my heart. I'd wake up for that. It's weird when you think about quit playing games with my heart and another brick in the wall have the same beats for a minute. There was a um a Twitter post that somebody started taking songs that had the same beat per minute as uh party rockin party rock anthem okay. and uh yeah. playing that to the them doing the dance in the street with everybody during party rock mm-hmm. it's pretty great highly recommend it all right that's a t- that's a tilt mm-hmm. tilt so goddamn guarantee right there well michael i think we're coming up on time you got any final stories for me um no okay cool well I got a final shower thought for us at the end of the day. But uh, everyone, if you've liked this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, you can find out more information about our sister show, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, which Michael and I and our good buddy Curtis watch every single episode of the hit show 24. We just wrapped up season two and we did a live recording of that one. Uh, we we watched it live together and reacted to it and it was a real doozy. Uh, so if you want to, we did a, we, we did a quick recap and then they uh, dive into the last episode of the show. So if you want to get into that show, not a bad time. And then we are starting season three next week, which is, I think, my favorite season of the show. So it's a, it's again, a real a great, good one. A great if you have two free hours a week, if you have two free hours every two weeks to listen to us talk about a 14 year old TV show, this they is your time to shine. longer too. <laughs> uh, the show wants to be two hours and that's just how it is. Sorry. Uh, the show. I mean, the show itself, 42 minutes, but our show, not that not that short. Um, you can also send us an email if you want to share a story with us or have us read a message to a fellow listener. You can shoot us an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read every single message we get, and we love to hear from our fans. And we will read... Michael, you have something to say. Kush. Guess yes, what song is the same beats per minute? What? All Star. Oh, fuck. How is that not on the list? I don't know. That's upsetting. Yeah. Is every Smash Mouth song 103 beats per minute? <laughs> it's the beat per minute of life. Um, I don't know any other Smash Mouth song, so, you know. Walking on the Sun? Walking on the Sun is 123. Sorry. Why Can't We Be Friends is 101. Huh. So it's pretty close. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, Michael, uh, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by uh, subscribing to us on your podcast app of choice. And when you do that, please give us a rating or a review, especially if you're on uh, Apple or uh, Google or one of the big ones. Um, You know, that's how they make the list of like all the cool people you should listen to. And I'm sure we're just like one more review away from being on that list. Just like one more. So we're so close. close. We we could. I, I can feel yeah. it. Um, well, Michael, you want to know what's going to get us over the hump? Mm. A final shower thought. I didn't finish. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can also find us on the social media, <laughs> at, on Twitter and Facebook, at TILPcast, at TILPcast. Uh, message us there. Uh, follow us. Um, be a part of our fan page for uh, for Twitter or for uh, Facebook. Um and if you have any good stories or anything, uh, please feel free to contact us there or at uh, goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. We read everything and uh, we still have, a, I have a few stickers left. I don't know if Kush has any left, but I have a few. Have a so um, if you want some of those stickers, please uh, shoot us a, uh, a message with your address. And I think that's it. Yeah, um, Michael, you want that final shower thought? I do. All right. When Keanu Reeves dies, the internet will just joke that he faked his own death to keep his immortality a secret. It won't be a joke, though. Yeah. I don't think Keanu Reeves is going to die because he doesn't age. Well, you just said the tweet in a different way, but <laughs> <laughs> No, they, their, their tweet was presupposing that he could die. And that I people would joke like... about it the other way. I guess it's more like the tweet was like when Keanu Reeves is Van Helsing out of this world by some upstart piece of shit who wants to make his bones as a vampire hunter. Mm. We'll just be like, yeah, okay. I love you, buddy. Love you, too. Toodles.